look at who you are now and the things that you have that make you happy or that make you um, maybe less happy or that stress you out and just really think like, where do I see myself? And I don't mean necessarily career. It could be career, but where, what's, what does my life look like ideally next year in two years and three years and four years, right? And am I living right now in alignment with that? What's up, babe? Welcome to Boldly Courageous, a podcast created for you, the ambitious woman who is ready to take action and step fully into the life you've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Melissa Martin, and each week I will be your virtual wingwoman as you gain the tools and confidence to face your fears head on. The time is now, and this is your permission slip to live your boldly courageous life. Are you ready, babe? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Boldly Courageous podcast. And my guest today is Gia Galino. Gia and I actually met through social media. She sent me an email. She'd been following me for a little while, heard a couple podcast episodes, and took some boldly courageous action by sending me an email, sharing a little bit about who she was and pitching herself to be on my podcast. We hopped on a Zoom call and I quickly loved everything that she stood for, her platform, her energy. We had a lot in common. And so I decided to have her as a guest on the show today. And Gia and I talk all about what it looks like to set goals, find out what your purpose is and start creating small habits and small decisions that will lead to your overall success long-term. She talks all about how to form new habits that will actually stick and stay and shares a really powerful story about transitioning out of the corporate world and into the world of health and fitness, which is her passion, and what it really looks like to decide that you're tired of living in your reality and that you want to choose to take actions towards what you really want. So if you've ever felt like you know there's something bigger for you out there and you just can't quite put your finger on what your purpose is or what your why is or how to even take that first step to living into the vision of success that you have always pictured in your mind, then this episode is going to give you the tools to do that. Gia is an Institute for Integrative Nutrition certified health coach and a former personal trainer. She has worked in the corporate world as a buyer and planner for over 12 years, and she now helps busy women struggling to put their health first to create sustainable changes that will become healthy habits. And if you head over to Gia's Instagram, you can check out her new freebie, which is Find Your Why, Your What, and Your Who. I'm excited for you to hear this episode. Let's dive. Okay, guys, I am so excited to introduce you to my new friend, Gia Gallinello. We actually met um, Gia. You sent me an email and you took some pretty boldly courageous action and just introduced yourself, shared a little bit about who you are, and you actually 
requested to be on the podcast. And what I love about that so much is that you are an example of what it looks like to take action despite of fear and to really anchor in the actions that are going to lead you to the results that you want to show in your life as the future version of you, as you're building your brand and you're building your business. And I'm just so excited as we've gotten to know each other and I've learned a little bit more about your gifts. I'm just excited to have you here and for you to, to share your message with the Boldly Courageous podcast community. Yeah. Thank you so much. I, um, I'm super happy to be here and I'm, I'm really glad you responded. <laughs> it definitely was a step outside of my comfort zone to kind of reach out, but I had listened to, you know, other episodes and, and just watched your stories and, and heard you talk on Instagram and it was inspiring. So it was one of those, like, do I hit send? Okay. Hit send. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a perfect tie up. Uh, that's a perfect tee up for my question. I ask everybody right to kick off the conversation is what is one boldly courageous thing you've done recently? So recently, even more recently than that, um, I booked, uh, my boyfriend and I booked a trip to the Alaskan wilderness, like, like nothing, like no cabins, no outhouses, just like trekking for 10 days. And while I've done a decent amount of, you know, like trips similar to that and hiking and things like that, it's definitely going to be super outside of my comfort zone to be out there for 10 days and like carrying our own packs and building our own camps. And I'm freaked out, but I think in a good way. (laughs) Yeah. So I love this. What was the inspiration behind this? It sounds like you've never done anything like this before. So are you passionate about hiking and camping or are you going in completely beginner level and you're just diving in two feet into the cold end of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. we definitely like to do hiking and, and kind of like adventure driven trips versus um, more like, you know, kind of beachy loungy trips were more of that type. And I've done the Everest um, base camp trek. So that was like, that was years ago. Um, so I've done things similar, but I always had, there was always a, like a security blanket of um, like with the Everest base camp trek, you, you still stay in buildings. They're not, they're mm. very bare bones and there's no electricity and, you know, but you're, you have walls. There's no bear that's going to come in and possibly kill you. <laughs> so, um, so the, yeah, I guess the inspiration for this one was almost like, it was almost like I was, um, uh, not pushed into it, but it was suggested with it. So we're going with another couple and we were kind of brainstorming and it was suggested. And I probably wouldn't have suggested it because I'd be a little bit nervous, but because it was like, okay, well, they're suggesting something that sounds really cool. And, and I don't want to let my fear hold me back. So I'm just going to go for it. That's sort of how it developed. Okay. So uh, this is like gold right here, right? Because I'm already, my brain is like, like a million miles an hour. Okay. So there's so many parallels between what you're sharing right now and what it looks like when you're taking action towards a big goal or again, like that future version of the person that you want to be. So I would love to hear kind of what is the, process. Okay. Now that you've made this decision, right? You've taken this boldly courageous action. You've actually, I'm guessing invested or put a deposit down. What's, what are, how are you preparing for this now? Like, what are the steps that you feel like you're going to have to go through in order to prepare for this big up leveling in the wilderness? Yeah. Besides um, keeping REI in business, uh, (laughs) getting everything I can find that will prepare me. Yeah. So one of the things, um, that I've been doing the last, so we booked it maybe, I don't know, two weeks ago or 10 days ago. And since then my, so normally when I work out, I'm, I hate cardio. I mostly just do weights. Um, and 
especially if I'm doing cardio, like it's quick. It's like a hit workout or something that's going to not make me because I get bored. Right. And that's a, that's a kind of an excuse. So what I've been doing is I've, I've been saying, I have to carry, I think around 40, 45 pounds in my pack. And then, you know, it's by kind of like how big you are mm-hmm. um, you have to carry part of all the campsite stuff. So I've been thinking like, you know, I'm sure that I could physically do it. It would not be easy, but I could, I could physically do it, but how can I train differently um, and make little choices each day so that I'm more prepared. So I've been doing at the end of my work, I've been making the weight portion of my workout lighter, which again, is like something that I don't, it wouldn't necessarily be aligned with my goals before, but now my goals have changed. And I, I like, I love that that's possible. And sometimes we always think about working out just a quick side note. We think about working out, like it's always to be smaller, to be skinnier, to be more fit, you know, or to look more fit. But oftentimes like we should be working out for things in our life that we, that we want to be prepared for. Right. So little side note on that, but so I've been doing the treadmill on an incline with a weighted vest. That's like the most I could get was like 35 pounds to prepare me for it. And, um, as I have been doing that, so I've been doing it every day, except for maybe I think two days, uh, since we booked. And there was one day recently, it was like two days ago where I was just like, you know, not wanting, not feeling it, not wanting to keep going. And it was that it's in those little moments where we can, I could have said like, it's just one day I've did it for seven days in a row. Like what's this day. It's not going to mean that I can't complete the task of going on this wilderness trip. Right. Um, but it's almost like it's in those moments that it's even more important to keep your word to yourself. So I was like, no, you said you're going to do 35 minutes. You're going to do 35 minutes. You're going to keep the incline. And even like towards the end where I had planned to actually, um, you know, in my planning, just decrease the incline for the last couple of minutes to cool down. I had gotten so like jazzed up in my head from keeping that promise. Like you really build the confidence that I was like, you know what? I'm going up. I'm increasing, (laughs) increase the incline. And anyway, so it's been a good experience so far. Mm. Okay. And uh, you have a big platform in terms of like wellness and fitness, and you really focus on helping really busy women um, put their health first and create sustainable changes that will then become healthy habits. So everything that I'm hearing about this new process that you're growing through sounds to me to be a further extension of what you are so passionate about. So can you talk a little bit about kind of your platform, what you're most passionate about, and this really big emphasis that you have on habits? Because I know that that's something that you're super passionate about when it comes to your clients and just the message that you have to share. Yeah, absolutely. It's I think it's so much about about habits and not in the sense that we want to put everything on autopilot, but these small decisions are hard to, they're small, but they're hard to make all the time. So what I think we want to do, and and as I'm coaching people, what I try to teach is kind of setting yourself up for success because often, you know, you you think of people who are like really disciplined with their workouts or their, or they're really healthy all the time. And you think like, oh, they just have great willpower. And it's really usually not that they have great willpower. It's just that they're they've created this environment where it's much easier to do the healthy thing than it is to do the unhealthy thing. And it's because of these little habits. Like, you know, for example, if you uh, always hit snooze in the morning, that's like a very small decision to start your day. But if you choose not to hit snooze and that becomes a habit because of the way that, you know, you've created that, you've built that in and it now becomes just a habit as soon as your phone, and maybe you put your phone, one way you could make this a habit is put your phone on the other side of your bedroom or outside of your bedroom or something like right outside um, so that you have to actually get up. And if you make it a habit to just do that every day, it can be 
it can be worlds different what your day looks like. If you pick up the phone, you press snooze a couple times, and then you're scrolling on Instagram because of that initial decision to press snooze versus you just got up and you've also created the habit that as soon as I get up, I make my bed, I put my workout clothes on, right? Those two, that could be the same person, but in those two like alternate universes, right? Like they're living a completely different day. Um, so I think that's just so important and, and it's all comes down to boils down to these little habits, not necessarily some big grand decision. Right. Mm. I have felt this in my own life, especially with the cell phone. Like this is such a big thing, right? It's how you start your day. And I was starting to notice that I was getting really tired early on in the day. I wasn't in the best headspace. And when I was thinking into like that future version of me, right? Like the, like for you, the one that's going to be hiking through the wilderness, you know, for 10 days, like (laughs) what are the habits that I have to start anchoring in now in order to create a foundation for that future version of me to come to fruition? And so, yeah, it's not somebody who hits snooze and scrolls social media first thing in the morning. It's someone who makes their health and wellness and energy a priority. Like I believe that your energy is your number one priority. So I put my cell phone on airplane mode at night. I put it in the bathroom and you know, that one little habit, although it's not always easy to stick to, man, it's made a massive, massive change for me. So I love, I love that you shared that. And you talked about like small decisions lead to success in the long term. So when it comes to, you know, figuring out what are these habits? I know for a lot of people, myself included, we see the long-term vision of what success is. And then we feel like we need to literally change everything and we try to, and it's hard and then we quit. So how do you guide your clients through this process of setting habits and how do they stick and stay? Yeah, exactly what you, I'm like nodding as you're, as you're saying this, because that's what that's, I think one of the biggest mistakes that we all make when we try to, to, especially with health and wellness, where we say, I'm going to go from, you know, never cooking meals at home and having gone to the gym, like once a month to, I'm going to be this like completely different person and, and, and completely, um, you know, make prep all my meals and only eat kale and go for a run every single morning. That doesn't, that doesn't compute. Right. And that's why people, they have a lot of motivation in the beginning because it's exciting and it's new. And then because motivation is one of these things that comes and goes and is very unreliable, then, you know, two weeks in, you know, you don't feel like doing it anymore. So yeah, absolutely. I think it's more about understanding that that these changes, especially when it comes to health and wellness are long-term changes. They're, they're lifelong things. You don't want a quick fix right now. And then three months later, you're back to, you know, feeling unhappy and wanting to do that again. And the only way to do that sustainably is to start slow. And we want this instant gratification as, as humans, we all, you know, have been guilty of it. And so we want to see the, do something and see the results right away. And it's just really important to go back to, and just always remember that these things, progress takes time. And so we have to be really um, intentional about it. Pick one or two habits that you want to change for like a couple of weeks until you've nailed them in. And, and they're actually, they are actually autopilot. So if the you know, getting up and as soon as you get up, you make your bed and you put on workout clothes until that's autopilot. Don't try to add 10 more things onto that. You know, you just try to focus on one thing at a time for a couple of weeks until it really becomes pretty regular. Mm. Yeah. And I think I I know I'm the same way. I'm like, but I want it now. Like I need to do all the things and then you quit, right? Because it's too hard or it's not sustainable. And I love that you talked about like success, right? And I think it's important to 
redefine what success looks like for each, for you, right? I know for me in terms of business or relationships, or even from a financial perspective, like so many of the clients that I work with define success solely on money, right? And if that's your only guiding light, like if the way that you define success is just weight loss and that's it, then you actually miss the opportunity to celebrate so many other little wins, like creating a new habit to drink half your body weight in ounces of water, right? Or not hitting snooze in the morning. Like these are small success milestones that lead to the overall bigger picture. And I know as a health coach, obviously, when we talk about success and we talk about the long-term vision and habits, one of the things that comes up a lot is weight loss, right? So can you talk about like, what's really behind the idea of setting this weight loss goal and defining weight loss, like as success, is that the way that we should be defining success is just by weight loss or are there other defining moments that we can look at? Oh yeah, of course. It's never just about the weight, right? (laughs) So just (laughs) like you kind of said, it's, it's not, necessarily people come to me with, I want to lose weight. Or, um, even if it's like stress related, it's just like, Oh, I'm so stressed at my job. But when you really dig into either one of those, like it's not the 15 pounds, it's feeling comfortable at the beach and not thinking about what you look like, but instead, and using your mental energy on that, but instead putting that energy into actually having fun, spending time with the people that you're there with. Right. Because it's not just like you say it once, like, Oh, I really should lose 15 pounds it's, it's really deeper than that. It's like, I don't feel comfortable in my skin. And so I'm thinking about this all day at the beach instead of spending time with my friends and maybe at the end of, you know, working together, because we go through a lot more than just nutrition and fitness. We go through so many other things and we really dig deep. You may not even care about the 15 pounds anymore because now you've learned how to love your yourself as you are. And now you eat healthier foods just because you want to nourish the body that you love. And so eventually maybe a couple pounds drop off, but you've realized that it's not about the 15 pounds, right? Or it's not about just like I'm stressed at work. It's you're pouring everything into this job. You're losing hours of time that you could be spending with the people you care about. You're losing the ability to care for yourself. Um, you don't have the time to, you don't have the energy to, and you don't, you don't feel like you have almost um, the, the permission to do that. And you're losing sort of like the point of life by not being able to enjoy it because you're so stressed. So it's not just like the words I'm stressed. It's so much deeper. And it's, you know, and going back to the weight thing, like it's not just a gene size. It's how much time are you spending? How much mental energy are you spending when you put on a pair of jeans before you leave the house or before you go to, to, to dinner or to a friend's house or a party? Um, you know, I don't know who's going to a party right now, but, <laughs> but you know what I mean? And, and you're spending so much mental energy thinking about, I don't like how they fit. Oh, I'm not going to look good when I get there. It sets a bad tone for your whole day. So really thinking about those things versus thinking about a number on a scale, which is just one data point. And like you said, it could, you know, the number on the scale could stay the same, but you could look completely different. You could have better digestion. You could have better sleep, right? All these other things. So just looking at it as one data point, understanding your deeper why, what you really want out of this and, and, and looking at it for what it is, just a data point. And there are 10 other data points that we can look at as well to see Mm -hmm. if we're making progress. 
Yeah. And you brought up something really interesting talking about stress, um, you know, in the workplace and feeling unaligned and it's, it's not always about the job, right? It's not always about the weight loss. It's not always about the money, right? I talk about this all the time as an abundance coach that it's never about the money. It's always about something deeper. It's never about weight loss. It's always about something deeper. And so I know that this idea of transition comes up a lot because sometimes we get into this messy middle where we have this goal that we want to set. It could be to make more money or to transition out of our career or to lose weight. And then, you know, the hardest part is getting started or for a lot of people, that's kind of what it is. But then there comes this point where we've made some progress, but we're not quite to where we want to be. And we're in this like transition period and everything starts to shift the way we view things, our mindset, our habits. And that can sometimes feel really weird, right? It can feel like I'm not really sure where I belong. And I'd love for you to talk about your transition because I know that you have worked in the corporate world, not even in the fitness industry. You were a buyer and a planner, and then you decided to take the leap and transition into health and fitness and coaching. And I'm sure there's a lot of parallels between what your clients experience when they make a decision to put their health and their wellness first that you've experienced as you decide to live from a place of alignment. So can you talk a little bit about what that transition has been like for you and how it's impacted your own health and wellness? Yeah, I think with any sort of big transition like that and, and you know, feeling, of course, we, we never really feel ready, but even feeling the urge, it usually comes from you know, being in a place finally where you're just kind of like sick of it, you're over being unhappy with whatever it is. And for, you know, my clients, it might be, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of being so stressed or I'm sick of being, feeling, you know, sluggish and lethargic and unhealthy um, or just feeling bad about myself. Right. But for me, it was, I'm sick of being miserable in this corporate world, in this job that I just sort of fell into and then stayed in because of what I went to school for, you know, and it just seemed to be like the right thing to do, which a lot of us end up doing the thing that's going to make money or that's, that's the most kind of like accepted or mainstream or, or just almost easy. You know, I got a business degree. It was like, okay, you know, that's what people do. And after almost, well, maybe eight years of it, um, I just knew I was so unhappy in it and it, and it took a major life change, which was my, my divorce and having to move from, a, from that city where I was, which is Baltimore back to New York where I'm, where I'm from and that move, um, because at the time I was actually working with my ex-husband running his business. When I left, I left everything. I left the job. I left the income. I left the apartment, um, you know, the home. And so I had to kind of completely start over. And I'm grateful for that for so many reasons, because I don't know if I would have, it would have taken me a lot longer, I think, to, to just take that step. But I was sort of almost forced into it because I had to. There was nothing else to do besides reevaluate and say, okay, now I'm starting fresh. How am I going to make my income? And, and how do I make it something that I actually feel good about that actually makes me feel like I get to do this instead of I have to do this. And that's like a huge switch, um, in the brain. And, and it was always health and wellness for me that, that I was interested in. And I always, I had, I mean, I don't even know 10 years before I actually did the, um, health coaching certification, uh, course, I had, I remember looking at the same exact school, the same exact program, um, and, and, you know, going, well, you know, I'm too far in and it's hilarious to me now because I was in my early twenties. And so maybe it wasn't 10 years, like eight years, but, um, looking at it and, and being like, no, I'm, I'm too far into planning and, 
and the corporate world, like I can't go back now. It's, and then I did it again. You know, I did it many, many years later. And had I just had the courage to do it then, who knows what would have happened, but I'm glad it happened the way it did because it made it more, it made it more impactful. Mm. I, I think that sometimes we wait until life is falling apart or we're forced into a decision to make these big changes in our life, right? A lot of people are experiencing the pain of COVID right now and they're pivoting. And it's a lot of the conversations I've been having with people is that actually COVID has been one of the best things that's happened to them because it's forced them into really looking at the places in their life where they're living in alignment, where they're out of alignment, what their purpose is, what it is that they really want to do. And they're like burning the boats. They're going all in on this thing, despite of fear and like completely shifting everything about their life. And I know, you know, obviously going through your divorce and moving, it sounds like the exact same thing. You, you got into this space of, you know, we'll call it rock bottom or ground zero rather. And you had an opportunity to completely reinvent yourself. And you sat in the space and you figured out like, what is my why? Like, what's my purpose? What do I want to be known for? And you've completely made this pivot, right? But I also know that we don't have to wait for rock bottom or like worst case scenario for that to happen. You can actually start at a place where you actually feel really good about. And I know that that's something that you're really passionate about. So for the person who doesn't want to hit rock bottom and wants to really figure out, like they know they're unhappy, they know they're unfulfilled, whether it's from their, you know, wellness perspective, from a wealth perspective, and they're really looking to figure out like, what is my purpose? And they want to make this pivot. Where is the first place they can start? Inside. (laughs) So I'll elaborate, but really, I think the the best way to do it is to just think, look at, look at who you are now and the things that you have that make you happy or that make you um, maybe less happy or that stress you out. And just really think like, where do I see myself? And I don't mean necessarily career. It could be career, but where, what's, what does my life look like ideally next year in two years and three years and four years. Right. And am I living right now in alignment with that? So am I making decisions right now that that future self would be making, or am I making decisions that are completely unaligned with that? Because obviously if I, if I'm making decisions that don't align with that, I'm not going to ever get there. So that's a good place to start to just kind of shake things up and, and, and make it obvious to yourself. Like, what am I doing? Where am I headed? I'm definitely not headed, you know, to this future vision that I have. So then you can take it from there and say, okay, here's this vision. And I'm, I I also don't want to be so, um, you know, it doesn't have to be super specific, like picture your life. What are you, where are you living? What is your, what does the room look like that you're sitting in? Do you um, have children? What are the children like? You know, do you have a, a significant other? Like what, what are you doing each day? What are your kind of like weekend plans? Like what is that person doing that, that version of you, that future self? And, and then like, you know, make thinking about if you're aligned with, with that. And that can kind of lead to the other things like that can lead to, okay, so then what does my career look like? If that's an important thing that you want to focus on, or what is my, you know, if I live um, in New York now, but I really see myself living on the West coast, then how, how does that look like? How am I going to transition to that? So you can then go a little bit more specific once you get that broader view and really dig into like, okay, now I'm going to focus on one thing at a time. Um, and if it's the career first, then, okay, what steps am I taking today to get there? And you can kind of map it out. But then even, um, like we were talking about earlier, 
even smaller than that, what little habits, what little daily decisions can I make? And as I'm making them, you just kind of like do a self-check. Like I'm making this decision to get up out of bed. Is this aligned with who I want to be? Does this not align with who I want to be? Yeah, it aligns with who I want to be. So I'm going to keep doing that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm starting to gather, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are starting to gather as well, that when it comes to working with you and getting into your programs, it's so much more than weight loss and health goals. And it really is about the bigger purpose and finding your why and digging into the mindset, right? And all of that obviously lays a foundation for the results that you're looking for. So if women are feeling called to your message and they're hearing what you're sharing and they want to know more about you, where can they find you and how can women work with you? Like what are the programs that you offer? What is kind of your signature system or unique sauce, special sauce that you have? Yeah. So the programs are either, you know, of course we can work on a one-on-one basis directly. And then, um, I also have a group program that will be the benefit of that is you have these other women, um, typically that you're going through this process with. And so we all kind of are on calls together and, um, sharing resources and things like that. And it can be a great community. So it depends on sort of like what you feel more comfortable doing, but those are sort of the two avenues now. Um, and yeah, I mean, they can find me on my website, giathehealthcoach.com and, uh, Instagram is probably, you know, that's where sort of everyone is these days. <laughs> so, um, that's, that's definitely another, um, another place and they can kind of like start just like, see what I'm about there. And then, you know, we'd go from there. Amazing. And I know you have a resource that you've created that can really help women kind of dig into their why a little bit more. So can you talk about that? Yeah. Yeah. So there's an exercise that, um, it's actually right now it's linked on Instagram. Um, so I'll make sure whenever this comes out that it is still there, but it's an exercise to really take that first step that we were just talking about where you're looking at, and it's, it's finding your why, right? Like what you said, and it's really, so beyond the 15 pounds, beyond the stress, thinking about why, like why you actually want it, why you actually want to lose the 15 pounds. Um, that's kind of the first stage of it. Um, thinking about the what, so what are the decisions? What are the action steps I need to take to get there? And ultimately the who, because you want to think about who you want to be. And when I say that, I don't, I certainly don't mean you want to be someone that you're not, but who meaning the future version of yourself, the, the version of yourself that has the thing that you now are desiring. So, um, figuring out who you want to be and that way, you know, how to show up every day, making those decisions that are aligned with that, that version of yourself that you want to be. So that exercise will be linked. Mm. And such a valuable resource. Like I have so many women that come to me in my DMS or on my coaching calls, or even in just clarity calls saying, I know that I want to do something different. I just don't know what it is. So it sounds like you've kind of cracked the code on that and given the roadmap or the secret sauce to really identify this and help people get a head start on figuring out what that big vision is so that they can start taking action and anchoring in the habits that are actually going to get them the results that they're looking for. So that's, that's amazing. So Gia, I loved this conversation and I know our listeners will too. Guys, if you love this episode, make sure you share it on your social media, tag Gia and let her know what your biggest takeaway was. Make sure you grab her freebie and last question. I always ask everybody take as much time as you want. Go all out girl. What are you (laughs) celebrating right now? 
Ooh, I love it. I am celebrating. So I think a couple things. I think one is tied to what you were saying before, where I've realized that COVID has kind of been a, a blessing in disguise and it's given me the space to kind of just like dig in a little bit more and create some more things to help my clients um, in my business. So celebrating that in a weird way, <laughs> um, but more like celebrating the space that it's given me to kind of do that. Um, and honestly, I'm celebrating this, this stepping into my, stepping out of my comfort zone into the Alaskan wilderness that I'm, I've been super excited about it because it's so recent. So I'm just excited to, yeah, like face some fears again. I haven't done a trip like that in a few years um, where I felt nervous. And I think it's always good to do something that makes you nervous um, more often than I've probably done recently. Um, but it's always good to kind of do things pretty consistently that make you nervous because those are the most fulfilling, even if you mess up, right? Or even if it doesn't turn out what, how you thought, it's just so much better than staying stagnant, staying where you are. Mm, I think you're going to learn so much about life and business and come back just a new woman and have so much perspective that your clients will all benefit from. I know that whenever I do crazy stuff like that, I, it just, blow, it just teaches you, um, what you're really made of, right. And, and how you can take all the lessons that nature and the world have to teach us about life and business and mindset. So I literally cannot wait to watch this. When are you going? Um, August 12th. Pretty yeah. Soon. Okay. So I'm going to be stalking your Instagram. I can't yeah. wait to see the updates guys. Make sure you follow Gia, share this episode. And Gia, I just want to acknowledge you for being here. Thank you so much for sharing your light. I took pages of notes and I know our listeners are going to absolutely freaking love this episode. So thank you so much for being thank here. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. So All right, guys. Oh, the best. All right. Have an amazing rest of your day guys. And don't forget to live your boldly courageous life. Thank you so much for living your boldly courageous life with me today. I am beyond grateful for you and this amazing community we are building together. It is truly my mission to get this message out into the world and empower others to fully step into the life they've always dreamed of. I would be incredibly grateful if you would join me in this mission by sharing this episode with your friends and heading over to iTunes and leaving me a five-star review. And until the next episode, remember to live your boldly courageous life.